to Wi-Fi Matters. It's been a few weeks, but I'm super excited to share with you another interesting story on the podcast. Today's interview is with the founder of a startup investing app for teens, Luke Moberly. Luke is a CEO at Bumper Investing and also attending Stanford University. Last year, however, he put on his entrepreneurial hat, and this, combined with his interest in technology and investing, created Bumper. I am so excited to learn more about why investing at an early age is super important and how Bumper helps the teen audience really understand the value and the power that their money has and their investing actions have. Also, I'm super excited to learn more about Luke's unexpected venture into entrepreneurship and his plans for the future. I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Luke. Thank you so much for coming on Wi-Fi Matters today. I'm super excited to have you on the show today and learn more about you, but also about your innovative fintech app and website called Bumper. It's really amazing what you're doing. I love fintech and obviously I'm into investing and personal finance. I like how you kind of have created this app to bridge this gap between young people not being able to invest. So I think it's really innovative. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting to know you a little bit more. So thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for for having me here today. This is really exciting. So I guess before we get started, can you tell me, but also the listeners, a little bit about yourself? What are you doing right now in, in your life? Have you always wanted to do something entrepreneurial? Yeah, yeah. So I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm currently a freshman at Stanford University for computer science. Growing up, I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. I didn't really look at business at all. Um, I was definitely more interested in, um, you know, traditional STEM. So going into some sort of engineering Mm -hmm. role. Um, And so after I got into Stanford, I took a gap year. I graduated during the spring of 2020. Um, And so I went out to a coding boot camp in London um, that really focused on honing data science and machine learning skills. Uh, And so I was definitely more gravitating towards like a traditional computer science role or, you know, a mechanical, something in mechanical engineering. But then I came across this program in Lincoln, Nebraska called Emotion. It was the startup incubator or accelerator and applied just out of Mm -hmm. the blue, got in. And that's kind of where I'm, you know, (laughs) why I'm here today. So definitely a little bit by chance, but would not look back at all. Why did you choose to do something around financial literacy? You could have done literally anything because the world has just so many different problems, but why financial literacy? Had this always been something that was on your mind or did you just see it? This as a really good space to get into. Yeah, so it had always been in the back of my mind. It wasn't really what I started with. So I went into the program thinking I'd build a performance analysis tool for like the equestrian market and then cheerleading. And oh, it took a couple months to finally get to this idea of investing. Yeah, so very, very different from you know what I'm working on now. Um, but yeah, it had always been in the back of my mind. And then in January, February, and March, there was um, you know a lot of news about uh, Robinhood and then the AMC mm. and GameStop craziness and then cryptocurrency as well. And that I, I really started to see an increase in interest among teenagers in investing. And so that's kind of where I'd always wanted to invest when I was younger. But and so it, it had really been in the back of my mind. But mm. some of that news and that, that increase in interest really helped draw me towards the field. Yeah. And you talked about how you really wanted to and had this interest, but 
it's really hard for young people to invest. Right. Obviously, you have Robinhood, but I think you have to be like 18 to do anything with the app. But yeah, I invest, um, quote, quote unquote, but like <laughs> it's uh, through an app called Stockpile, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but my dad has an account and I like invest through him or something. It's okay, but I think we have to take bigger strides. So why do you think there was such a big shift in the younger population towards investing? Obviously, a lot of articles say it's just a phase. People were bored during COVID and quarantine. But do you really think that young people see the power of investing? And if, if they don't, can you tell us what the power of investing is? Yeah, so I, I do think that young people understand or are beginning to understand the power of investing. I think there was a lot of um, pent up frustration, even if it was under the service with traditional school systems, not really teaching um, our generation about investing. I know in my personal finance class, I had about eight weeks of personal finance um, and they didn't touch investing at all. We learned how to balance a checkbook and I am never going to balance a checkbook mm. in my life. I don't think um, I will be investing though. And so it's just a lot of traditional schooling um, doesn't teach us even the basics about the stock market or investing. Mm. And so during COVID when you know that traditional schooling was kind of altered and people had extra time um, and there was all that craziness with AMC and GameStop, I, I definitely think that kind of brought to the surface a lot of those underlying frustrations. So um, I personally don't believe it's a fad. will be spikes in interest over time. But um, I do think that young people um, are becoming a lot more aware of the importance of investing. For sure. I totally agree with you. In my school, there's a finance club and everybody wants to do it now. Like people realize how much how starting young will also really, really help you when you're older. Um so why did you choose to do fintech? I love fintech, by the way. Like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with STEP, but uh, right, yeah. I feel like your business model is similar, but obviously that's like banking, um, not necessarily investing. I think fintech is amazing because it's definitely helping financial inclusion, especially in countries that are still developing. And there's a lot of areas there that people are underbanked, even in the US, there's such a big underbanked population. But obviously that is an aspect of financial inclusion, not having access to a bank account. But this is another aspect of financial inclusion, which is not having the ability to invest. So why do you think technology is the way to solve this whole problem? Yeah, so I, I think you're completely right. I mean, you brought up step banking and they've done an incredible job at helping teenagers learn the basics of what a credit score is, what a checking and a savings account is at the bank. And a lot of these new fintech companies, um, especially those built for teenagers, um, are really helping the next generation become more financially literate. And so we are focused on a different piece of the pie. I mean, having a checking or savings account is great, but investing is just as important in really building out your financial future and, and preparing for the next 60, 70, 80 years of your life. And that's kind of what drew me is the um, I guess the interest in finance and really the power of starting young, investing, even in if it's into a basic index fund or a couple companies you really care about at a young age, the power of compound interest really, really help you um, mm -hmm. in your later years. And so that's what personally drew me to finance and specifically investing. And I, I think that's what's drawing a lot of teenagers as well. Mm -hmm. So can you explain to us what Bumper's whole mission is and also what is the business model? 
Yeah, great question. So really the mission of Bumper is to help teenagers become uh, more financially strong adults um, and really provide a basic understanding through learning by doing of the stock market and investing. So you can learn about investing. You can read thousands of articles and hundreds of textbooks, but you're really not Mm -hmm. going to learn about investing until you do it and get your hands dirty. And you're going to make mistakes. You'll lose some money most likely, but unless you just jump in, you're really never going to understand the power of investing or take advantage of it. And so Bumper seeks to help teenagers have that experience and really, you know, begin to get their hands dirty with investing. Um, so right now, um, we're really focused. We partnered with a, uh, a brokerage firm called Alpaca Securities, and we're working with them to offer the live investing services. So the investing accounts offered through Bumper by Alpaca are insured by the SIPC up to half a million dollars. So in case something happens to the brokerage firm, um, then your account is insured. Mm. And so right now, we're really working with them to just build up um, a large amount of teenagers who are interested in investing. We're being funded by venture capital investors. So we're not looking to make a profit at this moment. In terms of the long-term business model, uh, we're looking to partner with credit unions and regional banks and really help Mm -hmm. them tailor their products to the teenage demographic. Mm. Um, A lot of these traditional banks um, aren't built for teenagers and are really struggling um, in, in reaching this demographic. And so we're, we're working with them um, to kind of tailor their products to this, this new generation. That's really, really interesting. How would you say Bumper is different than some of the other investing apps out there? Like I said, Stockpile. Yeah, great question. So there's really kind of a twofold approach we're working along. So one is just basic education. So through short little bites, kind of integrated throughout the trading flow, you can learn what happens when you invest in Apple or you know what this number means. Like what mm-hmm. does earnings per share mean? Like well, how does that apply to you as a young investor? And so, I mean, we, we even found that, you know, when asked why, you know, what, what is investing? What happens like when you buy a share? Most teenagers mm-hmm. don't know the answer. And it's, you know, more or less, it's simply that you're buying like a, a slice of ownership in the company. Mm-hmm. But even that like basic piece of knowledge really um, isn't being taught right. or isn't understood. It's not and mainstream. So, yeah, yeah. And so really making some of those basic understandings more accessible um, and interesting through short little bites of content spaced throughout the app. And then the second one, we're working on developing a, a fully sandbox paper trading environment um, that walks, you know, especially new young investors step-by-step step through the process. So even like going to a single stock page, like you press buy, you type in a number and, and, and really walking you through the entire process, kind of holding your hand at first. We're looking to offer that uh, to, to help new investors kind of understand the process um, or understand what is an investing account and, and how is it different than a checking account. So it's, it's a long-winded answer where we definitely haven't found the, the necessarily correct or best way to do things, but we're constantly experimenting to, to find what that looks like. Yeah, that's really interesting. I do think that if you have the part where you can walk through, um, if you walk through with the teen, that would be really helpful and I think set you apart from some of the other investing apps for teens out there. But I did have a question. You're So you're on the other end of this. You obviously um, see what the customers are doing. And I was wondering how parents are reacting to your app, because obviously money is, in many households, something that is a very taboo, stigmatized subject. And how are parents reacting to having their kids taking agency over money and making their own financial decisions? Yeah, that's that's a fantastic question. So we've seen, I mean, especially with the attention on GameStop and AMC and especially the newer cryptocurrencies, parents are very, very worried 
um, that their child will not be financially prepared in the future. Um, and you know, as soon as they turn 18 and go off to college, well, they just download Robinhood and gamble away thousands mm-hmm. of dollars on you know, some random cryptocurrency they found. And so um, there's this real like palpable fear among parents um, that they aren't preparing their child. And so we have seen, even though money has traditionally been a taboo subject, that more and more parents are looking to help their teens learn those mm-hmm. basics of finance mm-hmm. and investing. And so the goal of Bumper is to help provide a secure environment where uh, parents feel have peace of mind and feel safe mm-hmm. letting their child yeah. begin to experiment. And, you know, not just taking away all of the guardrails at once, but really, you know, right. um, starting in the shallow end. And so we, we've seen an incredibly positive reaction from parents. That's amazing. Um yeah, I'm happy that money is becoming more open and transparent in households, but also you have this other added risk where children not really understanding the value of it necessarily. But I think it's important for us to have like, you know, a shallow end and then gradually progress. So I'm into like socially responsible investing you know, investing in companies that align with your values or investing in companies that are doing good things in the world, not necessarily the big brand names like Apple and uh, Facebook. Does Bumper do anything to kind of ensure or promote socially responsible investing? Or is that something you're going to start looking into? Yeah, so you're completely right that a lot of the times it's very easy to gravitate towards Apple and Chipotle yeah. and Netflix and all of these big mm-hmm. names. One, that's because they are big names, but two, mm-hmm. it's often in the way the app is laid out. So you go to the search bar and they're right there. And so we've taken a slightly different approach where oh. we've broken the list of securities we offer, which are primarily blue chip stocks and like total market ETFs and index funds. And we've broken it down into categories. So we have, I mean, popular stocks, we have stocks focused on energy, oh, shopping, cool. communications, um, but then also specific uh, subsets focused on you know socially responsible areas of investing. So companies that have very strong environment or climate initiatives or racial justice initiatives, and then also spotlights of companies that have recently implemented new policies or are doing mm-hmm. big things um, in you know the areas of climate or racial justice. And so um, there's a long way to go with socially responsible investing, but that's where we're starting. I love that aspect of Bumper, and I think it will go a long way. So you're obviously in this investing space, do you kind of see the future of investing? Do you think adults are going to also start pushing investing and democratizing it to get young people started as well? Yeah, so I definitely see over the next couple of years, there will be this continued push, which mm-hmm. I think was started by Robinhood to you know d- democratize investing mm-hmm. and make it more accessible to young people and, and, and even teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely see that continuing over the next couple of years. Um, I do see eventually they'll, we'll hit some point and kind of start to drift back to this idea of more smart and responsible investing and begin to move away uh, from you know a lot of the gambling aspects of yeah. investing. Um, especially with regulatory action, um, you know, and lawsuits against Robinhood and whatnot. And so that's kind of where I see the future of investing going. I think a lot more people will have access to it, but I also think it's important to uh, really focus on smart investing and understand, you know, both the, the pros, but also the risks of putting your money into stock. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit more about entrepreneurship in general. Obviously, you're very much into computer science but you ventured into the business world. So can you just talk more about how these two aspects of your identity complement each other? 
Yeah, so that's a great question. Most technology companies, especially technology startups, um, one of the founders needs to have an understanding of the product. You do all the market research um, you want, you can find um, and come up with this perfect idea of the perfect product for the perfect audience. But if you don't build that product in a way that the audience loves, then it's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so you need some sort of product offering. And, that, and that's really where you know programming, computer science is so important for technology companies or apps. And so they're, they're definitely complementary. And it's uh, helped me design and build a product that teenagers want to use um, and teenagers get excited about. Mm-hmm. And so just to clarify, so you you built the app like from the ground up, like you yourself, right? So I worked with a a team of freelancers in Nebraska Mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, together we built the app in about three and a half months or so. Wow, that's that's really amazing. And so for me personally, it's funny because the last two episodes I did, the one was one was on socially responsible investing. The other was on um, like computer science because he is a young entrepreneur. Uh, it's really funny because this is an amalgamation of the two last episodes I did. <laughs> so how I I personally um, I don't I'm not really interested in computer science, but I know how important it is. So how do you like? What do you suggest for like me to get into this space? Because obviously I really am interested in entrepreneurship, but I feel like I need to have this other skill set. So what are some ways for me to start getting into it? Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely don't need a computer science skill set. I mean, there are, you, you again, you can build a, the, the greatest product in the world. So computer science nerds can build an amazing app, but if you don't know how to market it effectively or right. get it in front of your users, there's no point, like the product will fail. And so the product is important, but you need to get customers. And so you definitely don't need computer science skills to go into entrepreneurship or business. Um, I do think it helps. And so even just having a basic understanding of you know, how an app is built, not necessarily even being able to do it yourself, but just kind of understanding what the main pieces are and how they fit together um, is pretty important. So I spent a couple months over quarantine, just watching YouTube videos from like mm. free code camp that just provided a, a basic understanding and uh, enough knowledge where I could kind of begin to piece together certain things. And so you don't need to be the best computer scientist in your state or in, in the U.S. Mm. To, to develop a great product or go into entrepreneurship. But yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely helpful at times. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I think when I think of the biggest businesses like Microsoft and Apple, you do have a dynamic duo of sorts. You have Jobs and Wozniak and Bill Gates and Paul Allen. So do you ever see yourself, because you possess the two traits of both of these, of being able to be the face of a brand, but also the technical aspects. Do you ever think you're going to need to start a business uh, model similar to them? Or do you think you would just do mostly everything by yourself in that sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so I, I definitely, uh, you know, if I have to start another company after Bumper, I, I definitely don't think I would want to do it by myself again. It, yeah. it kind of just happened given the nature of the program Bumper started in and where it's gone. And so I, I mean, definitely a, having a duo and you know, mm-hmm. uh, a strong partner who has complementary skill sets really, I guess, I, I think can accelerate the growth of a business. So I don't know which side I'm going to fall on in the future. I really enjoy product, but I don't know if I want to, you know, uh, code every day, all day. And so, right. you know, I, I have a couple of years to kind of explore and figure that out, but I definitely think that that's, it's an incredibly important piece of building a company. Um, and so, what would be your advice to 
aspiring teen entrepreneurs? Yeah, so definitely just, you know, jump in the deep end um, a little, get your hands dirty um, and just, I guess, start something. So, um, you know, it's kind of the stereotypical advice, but um, you're helping retirees with technology help or starting a mini consulting business where you help local companies uh, cater to teenagers and market to teenagers at high school. And so, you know, some of these small businesses uh, can teach so many valuable lessons. And it's something I wish I did during high school to be a little mm-hmm. bit more prepared for running a company. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, really learning by doing is the best form of learning, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So yeah, definitely just just get started somehow and you'll really learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like get right into it. Like there, there shouldn't be anything holding you back, especially because you don't have much to lose as a teenager. Well, most teenagers have that privilege. Um, but yeah, what are your plans for the future? Obviously, you're in a really amazing place at Stanford um, in the comp sci track there, majoring in that. But yeah, where do you kind of see yourself going? Yes, I, I think something that's um, become increasingly important in my life is just having some flexibility um, in doing what I want to do, kind of when I want to do it. It's, it's a lofty goal, so having some of that freedom and independence. But I mean, uh, really creating a company um, at the right time when I want to and a company that I, I really care about. So maybe graduating, continuing with Bumper, and then after Bumper, taking some time to really think about what I want to do next, what company I want to build next, and having the freedom to wait until I have that lightning strike of inspiration and um, you know move forward. And so I don't have really set goals on where I want to be with mm-hmm. you know um, accolades or, or whatnot, but I think having some of that flexibility to do what I want to do um, in the future is something that's really important to me. And, and I think something that's very important to a lot of teenagers and a lot of our generation. Yeah, I think our generation is all about like mobility because we have the ability to do so many different things right now. Right. Um, how can we start helping Bumper, you know, get ready for the coming years? Yeah, finance is so important to me and helping young people um, become more financially strong is, is really important. And then in terms of getting Bumper ready, I mean, we're about to publicly launch in a couple of weeks. We're um, going through a couple last minute checks to make sure your data is secure. It's private and it's a smooth launch process. And so uh, I would definitely encourage anyone interested in investing early as a teenager to check out the app in the next couple of weeks and um, invite your parents, tell your friends about it um, and really you know, have those conversations with your friends about what you want to invest in and kind of why you are investing and, and what investing will let you do in the future, whether it's take more vacation, retire early or whatnot. So I definitely think just, just get started um, early. And I hope you know, we at Bumper can help you do that. Thank you so much, Luke, for coming on the podcast today. I will have the um, links for Bumper in the episode description. It was really amazing to get to know more like behind the scenes of how you started this really innovative app. And I'm really excited to see where it goes far in the future. So kudos for you for starting it. So yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Take care. So that's the end of the interview, and it was super fun getting to know Luke, and I think some interesting themes or common themes that have actually been present throughout the past, like, three episodes I've put out have been the importance of socially responsible investing, and also how coding and having tech skills and a tech background is actually just super duper helpful in the entrepreneurial industry, especially moving forward. 
Make sure to give Bumper a look and sign up for their emailing list to stay updated. I have their website in the episode description and definitely check their Instagram out. It's their app, it's live as of October 16th, which is amazing. Also, while you're on Instagram, definitely check out Wi-Fi Matters account. Bumper's handle is at join bumper and Wi-Fi Matters is at Wi-Fi Matters. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to talk to you next time.